Welcome to the Moral Marriage Podcast, and I'm super excited about this topic because it's very near and dear to my heart. You're going to hear why. Fuck your family. And by the way, when I say family, I mean your blood. I mean your adoptive. I mean your friends. I don't care if you've known us since kindergarten. I mean anything or anyone that we can personify. So anything being social media that you can personify. Anyone who's interfering with the number one relationship in your life. We're gonna talk about why peace is so important in the home. Stop trying to lead and make decisions all the time. You should not be proud if you raised your voice and screamed at them. No matter what. No matter what. I'm Cass. I'm Catherine. Why am I allowing him to do this in front of our children? Why am I allowing this to happen at all? You don't get to say whatever you want to a man and push him to the point where he snaps. I might have been a really bad man the other day, but today, I went out of my way to be a good man, and she thanked me for it. Is that you always want to act in the direction you want to go. So. He is just a paycheck. What about his needs? We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. This doesn't have to be a long episode. This just needs to really hit home. And so I would like this to be shorter, and I would like you to play it as many times as you must to understand the importance of this. You ready to rock and roll? Yep. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you a little backstory. Okay. My family are terrible, terrible people. I am hands down positive. My father's a narcissist. I'm hands down positive. My uh, twin brother is like me, but even like I'm a severe narcissist. You know, I manage, I'm self-aware. I think it's impossible for him to ever become aware. And this is the kind of guy that we think of when we think narcissists can't change. My family, a lot of them are wonderful people, but they all gossip and they all yeah, manipulate uh, whatever they want, I guess. Like there's no good. And they put each other down all the time. They think they're being funny. One of the reasons why we say wit is a weapon is it's not worth it. Did you say your family, they're wonderful people? Did that come out of your mouth? Oh, a lot of them. A lot of oh. them. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, you know, my cousin, she's oh, great. Yeah. And, you know, there's some, some of my aunts, like there's qualities that I just love and miss so much. But at the end of the day. Aunt, singular. Uh, well, yeah, there's another aunt. There is? Yeah, yeah, Gabby. But the the, I just don't know her very well. All right. Right? You know, so this is the thing, guys. When Catherine and I met, and the very first experience with Catherine meeting my father, uh, actually, it might not have been the first one. Was it after the cruise before we went to dinner? I met him before the cruise. Yeah, so we went we went to dinner. Oh, yeah, it was because my birthday, I think, right? No, wouldn't have been. Anyway, doesn't matter. So we go to this restaurant, and my dad... I talked about switching some plugs at the house I was renovating. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, did you turn the breaker off? And I, I think I did because it was a lot, of, a lot of plugs. I can't remember. Anyways, he's like, yeah, that's pussy. You don't need to do that, blah, blah. And Catherine, like, I don't know if you guys remember Dirty Dancing, Patrick Swayze. Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's what Catherine basically did. My husband is all oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was it was. Is hilarious. I'll, I'll never. It's a highlight. I'll and your dad was like, "Oh, oh, glad, yeah. glad to hear that." <laughs> it was funny. Anyways, they're just terrible people, and I don't need to get into all the details. You know enough of the story to know the bad. We can do that in another episode. The important thing that I want you to understand before we get further into this, uh, and I want to talk about clients as well and stuff. But I want you to understand this: in the beginning, it's going to be impossible. Impossible. You're going to feel so guilty. You're going to feel so ashamed. You're going to think. Well, I'm supposed to be that like I can't let them down because they come first. Blood is thicker than water. All these things that you're told, I cannot express how over time the guilt goes away, the shame goes away, the feeling bad, like you failed, like you're not good enough. It is replaced with so much, not only freedom, but strength to do whatever the hell you want. 
Let me give you a simple example. My dad said you won't next you won't make the next moral millions. I'm positive that within the next five years, I'll make more millions than he ever made ever in his entire life when he sold his company. And that's just what I believe because I see it happening. Right. So all he did was which, hold me back. Yeah. Which yeah. isn't the point about the money. The point is that he was ah. just acting like an asshole. Yeah. He just wasn't acting like a very nice person. I wanted to bring that up though, because there's lots of different ways you have to look at this. And the, the big one here that we're going to go to is relationship, but I wanted to bring it up because it's so important. We, we tend to take whatever our parents tell us and we internalize it. So he, my dad's my adoptive father and said, blood is thicker than water, treated me like shit, was never around. And then, then he, he, he basically held me back financially, emotionally, uh, like there is no spiritually. spiritually, there is no way that in any way, shape or form that he's ever done anything good for me. And I didn't learn from him. I didn't do it. I do everything, not even the opposite. I don't like you just move on. Okay. Now, why is this all important? Well, that negative energy was terrible for my wife and I. I don't blame my family at all back then. And we don't speak to any of them. Okay. I don't blame anyone for back then, but they did not contribute anything positive for us. They actually contributed a lot of negative which we couldn't handle back then. We were already as- We had enough negative on our own. On our own, killing each other already, okay? Mm -hmm. um, so I just really want you guys to understand this. And it came up for me, honey, why I'm bringing it up, and I'd love to get your feedback on it, is I have a guy and he doesn't really follow the program very well. This can happen sometimes, you know, it's up to him to want to actually do the work. And one of the reoccurring things is he doesn't make his wife feel appreciated because she expresses how his mom hurts her every time they get together. She's dreading it every time the future plans are coming. And I just can't wrap my head around how your mom is more important than your fucking wife. I cannot wrap my head around this. And it's not because I don't like my mom, guys. It's not. It's because I'm not living with my mom. I'm not going to spend eternity with my mom. I'm not laughing with my mom on a daily basis. I am not cuddling with my mom. I'm certainly not fucking my mom. I am not doing anything with my mom. I'm doing everything with my wife. Everything. So this should not be rocket science. I wanted to bring this up with you. Do you have a lot of men? Because in a lot of my, my uh, courses, a lot of my books, men, I can't relate to this. Okay. I have men that this seems to happen, but I want to hear your perspective from the women. Um, a lot of the resources indicate how boys right? They haven't learned to be men yet mm -hmm. are very attached to their moms in particular mm -hmm. and, or their need for approval from their fathers, which I, you know, I struggled with massively. Uh, and so what is your take? Are we having a lot of boys that your wives are dealing with that are, that are being pulled in the different directions as well? I haven't seen it very many times. No. So if we're talking about family getting in the way, I would say I could count on one hand the amount of times that that has been the main problem. For you guys. Okay. Yes. The main problem that I see is mostly to do with the unit, the couple unit, not the outside. Got it. Okay. It's, it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. I do. No. I have talked to people. I talked to somebody last week who her issue is her husband is too close to not necessarily his mom, but his, her husband is too close to his brother mm -hmm. and his brother's wife. And it's causing problems because it's, again, it's, it's breaking that unity mm -hmm. between the two of them because this should be number one. Number one. Yeah. So th what spurred this for me is I've got two other examples. So I was on a call with a guy who wants to join the program yesterday. And one of the massive problems is so they're blended family. Kids are all grown up. 
wife goes and hangs out with her kids so often and now it's become like a party zone okay and you know he can't even remember doing such beautiful things like climbing to the top of whatever mountain they climb to and she doesn't want to enjoy the moment with him she's sending selfies and facetiming well probably not facetiming i probably got that wrong because they're on a mountain i don't really know but selfies taking selfies for the kids and missing the moment with her husband you know now we talked a lot about why that's happened but regardless if you're on this show listening to us, you you want to be the one to start making these kinds of changes, okay? How terrible would you feel if we had this special event like that? And, or even we went to this we went to an escape room last night. It's super fun. Um, where we kick ass as a team. By the way, you guys should try it. It's super awesome. Oh wait, you are you're following us. Um, so we did this escape room. How weird would it have been to be like, oh yeah, just a second, I'm gonna pull out my phone and start doing whatever on it and. Well, and this sort of seems like it would be terrible. But it's yeah. this sort of seems like it might be a it it seems like it's more common when it comes to mothers. So what you're describing. So there's two situations that you gave were these grown men mm -hmm. who have relationships with their mothers that are interfering. Mm -hmm. And then in the marriage, the what the what the mother is having relationships with the children. So if you picture a regular adult couple, mm -hmm. if you had a close relationship with your mother that was causing problems. And I was having a relationship with my kids that was causing problems. So it seems a little bit like it's, it's focused on the, the mother. Uh -huh. So for women out there, I'd like to, I mean, it could be, it could be the men go, too. Go, but go it, your thought. Go yeah. I think yeah. that women especially should be reflecting on this because mm -hmm. I feel that, and this happens from the time that you have your children, you have this bond with your children that your husband doesn't get to have. And so um, it triangulates from the very beginning and you need to work on not being, that triangular unit because you, you, this should be number one, don't allow your child to be, I describe it as you just gave birth to the love of your life. Now, clearly what we're hearing is that doesn't change. These grown grandmother age women are still having that relationship with their sons. And I think it's more common with their sons than with their daughters from, at least from our experience, what we've heard. Mm -hmm. And then the, so that the older generation, then, th then this generation is repeating it. Mm -hmm. And so then the wife at, adult age, something like your grandmother age, adult age is then doing the same thing and repeating, literally repeating the cycle. Normally we don't say repeating the cycle because the cycle gets worse. This would be something where I think we're repeating the cycle. So as a mother, if you're listening to this, I would just encourage you to reflect on it because your husband may or may not be saying anything. So I'm going to say it to you. I'm going to say it to you now. <laughs> you have the opportunity to do it differently with your own family, especially if it's something that's hurting you. And one other thing that I wanted to say, so with the example that you gave, the wife is hurting. It's causing a problem between the two of them because the husband's mother is, I think you said she's being mean to the wife. She's, what did you say? Yeah, she's belittling her, condescending her. She's just making it awkward. Also, lots of passive aggressive comments. It's been years. Yeah. She doesn't want to, she doesn't want to do Christmas together anymore. She doesn't want to do holidays together. Enjoy, you know, she's just not interested. It's not fun for her. Well, I have another example that is not mothers, but I want to hold that now because I want to stay with this for a second. In a lot of the work that I've done as well, I've also noticed that there's a lot of this codependency created. So uh, in the examples that were given in, in some of the materials that I've been through, it's more like, you know, the father was absent working. So mother is sad or father is out doing whatever. So mother is lonely. And then mother is with the loves of her life, as you would put it. And there's a codependency being created there. You know, like I hear this a lot from my men all the time too. She sleeps in the room with the kids. 
and it's been a year, mm-hmm. you know, or it's been three years, you know, stuff like that. So I think that along the lines of what you're talking about, you know, you have to be careful as a mother. And I'm not saying this couldn't happen with fathers. Just I don't. You think do have I to really... be. You do have to be careful as a mother. It mm-hmm. could happen with fathers, but it's so easy. It's a different relationship that the mother has with the children, so mm-hmm. you can fall into that. So if you're not proactive and you don't remember, this is the most important person. Yeah. Without this person, you don't have your sweet children. That's right. As and also go back to what Catherine was saying about repeating the cycle. You absolutely don't want your children doing this same, this same sort of thing. It's just, it's not working. It just won't work. They need to learn to be emotionally independent and they're not able to be, they're not old enough to be handling your emotions anyway. That's right. right. You know, and that's all, I guess, secondary to what we're really talking about today, but I think glad it came up. It's really important. Now, the other example that I have is different. A lot of men check out. And so what do they do? They go plan wicked trips with the boys to do whatever wicked nights out with the boys to do whatever the team jerseys, team shirts, you know, they'll even make them, you know, and they can't even plan a fucking date for their wife, you know, so fuck your friends. If you can't focus on number one and you're like, well, why fuck is nice? Life sucks. Of course I'm going out with my friends. I think you really need to look at getting rid of all the negative people in your life, whether they're negative or making you do negative things. And I think that's not something that we talk about enough is making you do negative things. That's on you. I can't, I can't express that and I, enough. And I think it's maybe similar um, for women in a way. Like I'm going to use us, for example. I remember hating you going out with the girls, being so excited to go, being so happy to go out with the girlfriends, you know, and like um, jealous of that, you know, and stuff. But I, I don't think it was the same thing because I think back then that was me just being super insecure and scared, mm-hmm. right? Because think- you come back and still be super loving. Right. And I, but I do think though, on that same note, you know, when you're saying men, fuck your friends, mm-hmm. don't prioritize that relationship. It's the same with women. Women, I think, tend to go on these girls trips as an escape. And one thing that I do not allow in my program is we don't bad mouth husbands. Mm-hmm. You can tell me what's going on. I can make jokes. You know, I've been getting some backlash from social media because I'm saying, is your husband being a dick? Listen, I know that your husband isn't actually a dick. I use it because it makes people laugh, mm-hmm. but he's when, actually an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he's, maybe he's acting like one, but are you acting like a cunt? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, yeah. or a bitch. It's all the same guys. But when a woman is out on a girl's night, what can happen is they get into this husband bashing. I don't think that men get into gossipy and woman bashing, but I know that women do it. Not the same way. No. And so no. if you are hanging around with women who are bad mouthing your husbands or even bad mouthing their own husbands, it's not, it's not healthy. So Fuck your friends, fuck your family, fuck your friends. Anything that gets in the way of fucking each other. Yeah, yeah. well said. That is, we got to go. Yeah. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.